0: There are mounting worries for thousands of sheep and cattle stranded off the coast of Western Australia this afternoon in sweltering heat because of a biosecurity standoff. The ship, set for Jordan, was ordered back by the Federal Department of Agriculture after it diverted off its course to the Middle East due to concerns over security in the Red Sea. But the fate of these poor animals on board is still not clear as the Department of Agriculture weighs up its options. There should be no doubt that Australia's biosecurity... And the health and welfare
1: of the livestock on board are our highest priorities.
0: Department Secretary Adam Fennessy uh, speaking about uh, this issue an hour ago in Canberra. Well, joining me now on RN Drive is the Australian Livestock Exporters Council CEO, Mark uh, Harvey Sutton. Welcome to the program.
1: Thank you for having me, Andy.
0: What do we know about the conditions on this ship? Because I think there's been some... Perhaps misunderstanding or assumptions about what it is actually like on this ship and what the conditions of these animals are. Yes, uh, I think we're all concerned about animal welfare, rightfully so. But in this heatwave off the coast of Western Australia, just paint me a picture of what it's like.
1: Yeah, thanks, Andy. And uh, you're right, animal welfare is uh, our number one concern. Uh, but the reports that I've had from the vessel is that the the animal welfare. Situation on the vessel is exceptionally good, uh, so they will be putting in place processes to manage this heat. Is it aircon?
0: Is it air conditioned?
1: Yeah. Oh well, it's ventilated. Uh, I don't know if we'd call it air conditioning as we know it, where it's set at uh, you know eighteen degrees, but it's certainly very well ventilated. Uh, and you know, obviously, um, the the vet on board, uh, the stockhand on board, they will be uh, tending to the animals and making sure that the risk of heat stress is carefully managed, but all reports are that they're exceptionally good, Andy.
0: Have any head of livestock been lost?
1: Uh, I'd understand that we have only had three head uh, off 21 days, uh, which I think is exceptional. Uh, So when you think there are about 17,000 animals on board, so I think that's a, although uh, mortality is a pretty black and white indication, uh, I think it does speak to how well uh, the conditions on board are being handled.
0: So, is that more or less than is standard in live export?
1: Um, well, at the moment, that's uh, that's the standard that we're operating up at, but it's well below, below the uh, regulated threshold uh, of, of more acceptable mortalities on a vessel, uh, and indeed the acceptable mortalities that we have on live export boats is well below uh, settings you might find animals elsewhere. Uh, so, for instance, on farm uh, and things like that. So. It's a very good uh, standard that's being upheld at the moment, uh, and we are awaiting a decision from the Department of Agriculture about what happens next.
0: Do we have any independent verification of of the conditions on the ship? You mentioned that there was a vet. Uh, I I think, well, my question really is, do we have any way to understand uh, the conditions on the ship independently? Are we forced to take the owners of the vessel's word for the condition of the animals?
1: No, not at all. Uh, this uh, the, the Department of Agriculture actually arranged for two independent veterinarians to attend the vessel. Uh, that happened the night before last. Uh, and their reports are very consistent uh, with what we've been hearing. And indeed, the Department of Agriculture is confirming those conditions. I imagine they would be having their government vets uh, analyzing the, the vessel at the moment. I can't confirm that, but I, I believe that was the plan. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it has been independently verified, Andy.
0: It was suggested the animals would disembark yesterday. Why hasn't this happened yet?
1: Well, there's a range of options. And Andy, I should just point out actually, just in your intro there, the, the vessel was actually bound for Israel. Uh, it was an Israeli consignment, not Jordan. Uh, so I just uh, wanted to point that out.
0: Understood, but, uh, but the final destination of these or part of these livestock is Jor- Jordan, right?
1: No, no, that's incorrect. It's an Israeli consignment. So so, uh, so,
0: so these animals, these Australian livestock, wouldn't leave Israel after that being their final destination.
1: No, no, not at all. Right. Israel was the des- destination market. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and sorry, Andy, I forgotten your question. Well,
0: <laughs> uh, it was about the disembarking or the uh, rumored disembarkation of the animals yesterday, uh, which didn't happen. Do we know why?
1: Oh, look, I think uh, that that's down to shipping. Uh, Fremantle Port is a very uh, busy port, uh, and there were berthing uh, congestions there. Uh, but I also think. Uh, Uh, the exporter was waiting on uh, some clarity uh, around uh, what will happen next because there are a number of options on the table here. The the animals may be uh, re-exported depending on uh, how they're assessed uh, and and confirmation that uh, they can undertake the journey. Uh, They could be disembarked um, or discharged here in Australia, which would require Uh, some pretty stringent biosecurity settings to be put in place, but it is all very manageable, uh, and they could potentially be processed in abattoirs here. So they're the options that the department is weighing up. Uh, We do understand that if the vessel is to be uh, re-exported, that some animals would come off, and that would be because the vessel would probably be going a longer route uh, rather than the Red Sea, and that adjusts the stocking density. Uh, that is required on the vessel. So we would probably see uh, the need for some animals to come off.
0: So best case scenario, how how long, actually no, worst case scenario, how long do you see these this livestock at sea for?
1: Uh, look, I think if, if it does get re-exported, uh, you'd be looking at a further 30 days uh, for that voyage. Uh, but can I just assure you that would not take place unless that is to the full satisfaction of the Department of Agriculture that animal welfare would be maintained. But that would be what we're looking at.
0: Do you agree with the WA Farmers President, John Hassel, that the Federal Agriculture Department is to blame here? He accused them of, and I quote, ask covering. Is that fair? Uh,
1: look, I would say I think a uh, quick decision here would be in the best interests of all parties. However, uh, I cannot underestimate the complexity of this decision that the department is doing. Uh, So, you know, because it has been uh, into international waters, because there could be a component of re-export, because there could be a Uh, requirement for stringent biosecurity protocols. It is very complex, but uh, just like John, we're waiting for a decision to be made as quickly as possible, Uh, but I, I must underscore how complex it is, Andy.
0: I had independent MP Andrew Wilkie on the show earlier this week. He is uh, the source of my understanding around the animals being then uh, transported uh, to f- from Israel to Jordan, a point which uh, I understood you before that you sort of dispute. Anyway, he made the point that this ship should not have been allowed to leave in the first place, given the current situation in the Red Sea. With the benefit of hindsight, do you think he's right?
1: Well, I just want to address the first point there. I think uh, the fact that Mr. Wilkie is saying that it is going to Jordan and some of the commentary that has been coming from activists that have never actually been on the vessel has been extremely disappointing because I think what they have been doing is deliberately misrepresenting the conditions on the ship. Well, then then
0: if you say that, then you'd welcome some of these uh, activists as you put them to inspect the ship. I mean, would you be comfortable with that?
1: No, not at all, because there's actually professionals that are there to do that and there are strict biosecurity processes and protocols that need to be adhered to. So, uh, look, I think that's a, that's a big assumption there. Um, it has been independently verified, but some of the things I've been hearing about what the conditions would be like are completely contradictory and I think that's really disappointing because what ha- is happening here is our industry is being tarnished with people that will stop at nothing uh, to stop this trade. We cannot forget, Andy, we cannot forget that this whole issue originated in the fact that this vessel was unable to traverse the Red Sea. It was an Israeli shipment that was concerned about their security, uh, and that is why they diverted. Subsequent to that, the Department of Agriculture made a decision to direct it back to Australia, But these are extraordinary circumstances. So, I do find it in taste that those that seek to shut down the trade are seeking to capitalise this on this uh, politically and to further their cause.
0: Mark Harvey Sutton is the CEO of the Australian Livestock Exporters Council. Thanks for your time this afternoon.
1: No, thanks for having me, Andy. Appreciate it.